Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. You are listening to episode number 129. I'm talking with Tim Douglas. He is a high performance coach, and you will hear a lot more about him in this episode. He's going to talk about soul care and three specific high performance habits that us mamas can adopt. And he really has worked with a lot of people who are trying to better their life and he's trying to better his life. Isn't that what we're all trying to do? That's what podcasts are all about. So I really hope you take what he says, take some notes and then take action because he's all about that. So let's dive into my conversation with coach Tim Douglas. Welcome to the podcast, Tim. I'm excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This is, uh, this will be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So everybody, Tim Douglas, he's just an awesome guy. (laughs) He's a (laughs) podcaster too. And I just love how you're a high performance coach and you just really speak life like on your Mm -hmm. podcast and just with everything you do. And, you know, this idea of going into the storm and braving Mm -hmm. the storm and, and being the Buffalo. Like, I just Mm -hmm. love all these phrases you have and what you share. And so can you just introduce yourself a little bit, share a little bit about what life looks like right now for you? And then also um, let people know what you do as a high performance coach. What does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Um, Very kind words. (laughs) So (laughs) I, Um, Yeah, so I, as a high performance coach, I help people achieve high performance in their lives. I mean, we all, um, there's moments of peak performance, right, where we can peak in our career, we can peak in our life, or we have these moments of peaks, uh, which are great. However, high performance is really long sustained um, success or um, high performance over a long sustained period of time. So it's not these ups and downs. It's this getting to this um, performance level and staying there. And so helping people achieve that in their lives, whether it be in their personal lives, which obviously will always filter over to their professional lives. Um, and and so helping them achieve whether it's high performance in their work, um, uh, which would then obviously filtrate down to um, their personal lives. So um, mm-hmm. That's really kind of helping them achieve high performance. Yeah, in so, all facets. And yeah. that's what you talk about on your podcast, the Inspired Way podcast. And, you know, just looking at your cover, inspire, empower, motivate. And so mm. would you say those three words kind of encapsulate what you do as a coach? Yeah, 100%. Because we can be inspired to do something. And inspire, if you look at the definition, I love the word inspire because um, there's a, a few different definitions if you were to actually dig it up. But one of the ones that I love to hone in on is the divine spoken into or divine breathed into, right? The divine, our God, our creator has spoken or breathed life into us, breathed these ideas, these inspirations into us. And inspiration of themselves is great. It gets us excited. It gets us like wanting to do more. But a lot of times we don't take steps of action because we don't feel empowered. And so empowering or empowerment comes from trust, 
comes from clarity, comes from some of these things where like, if I can trust the skills that I have, I'll go do, right? If I don't trust mm-hmm. that I can get it done, a lot of times I don't feel empowered to go do. And if I don't feel empowered, I'm not motivated. So really right. it's not um, inspir- you know, inspire. Once we're inspired and we, we're, we're working on the skills that we need um, in our lives, now we can trust ourselves to go, hey, I know I got this. I can do this. And I feel more empowered. And by that, we feel motivated to take action, right? And motivation mm-hmm. is just the motive to take action. You have a motive to take steps forward. And yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, love so that that's so just much. inspire, empower, motivate. That's where those three come together. And so that is what I feel my calling is, is to inspire, empower, motivate, or help, I say, help motivate. I can't motivate anybody to do anything, right? But help motivate you to live at your highest true potential in your personal and professional lives. And so um, if I could, I want to take a step back though. Um, So just to answer your first question, I'm married 27 years as of uh, December 4th. I don't know. This actually comes out later, I'm sure. So December 4th, uh, my wife and I celebrated 27 years and awesome. um, yeah, so we have three adult kids Woo-hoo. and uh, <laughs> we um, are, so I'm, you know, do a couple of different things. One is high performance coaching also created a platform for men uh, called um, Mighty Warrior Council. And it's a council of men where it is a professional and it is a personal and professional development platform that is biblically based and sound. And so there's a lot of professional development um, platforms out there, a lot of professional platforms out there, a lot of professional and professional coaches, but they don't really approach it from necessarily the scriptural stance or whatever. So we just mm-hmm. found me and this a buddy of mine just found like there was just this call and this need for men who wanted more of God, who wanted to step into their gifts more, they're doing their gifts or whatever, but they just don't see how that integrates into their spiritual walk. And so we're here to say, hey, look, you can grow in these areas and still put God first in your life, right? And so that's that's the, the Mighty Warrior Council. And so I'm doing that plus um, men's um, retreats and uh, uh, weekend experiences, I would call not retreats per se, but uh, experiences where we really help work on um, body, soul and spirit and mm-hmm. um, really diving deep on that. I, I focus a lot on the soul, uh, just really nourishing and replenishing the soul. Jesus talks about how we can gain the whole world, but lose our soul. He's not talking about salvation. You know, he's talking about living here on earth. We can have everything, but still be lost and our soul. And I say that this really came to light when I had a friend of mine who was a bodybuilder, Um, great body, great shape, right? Everybody would love to have, you know, as a man, (laughs) I would say he would love to have his structure, um, took well care of his body. He was a pastor. So his spiritual walk was great, had a strong spiritual walk, um, strong relationship with God, knew the word. Um, yeah, he committed suicide a few months back. Um, wow. And you could say, how could he do that, man? He's a pastor. Well, he had a lost soul. You know, our mm-hmm. soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And I know this is way off topic from what we had talked about. Or, you no, know, but I like this. Record, Let's but, run with it because yeah. I think I talk about spirituality a lot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's the core of everything we do. Hundred percent. If our yeah. mind, if our soul is not healthy, yeah, then nothing matters. So yeah, keep going with it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, 
Okay, so let's let's paint it this way. How many times have we prayed for something and still yet been emotional mm. over it? Yeah, many so, times. Yeah, many, many times. And so if we break down the soul, the soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And I say this a lot on my podcast, which is um, to, to go into the storm, to face the storm. And I'll break this down for just in a, in, in a moment for your listeners who aren't familiar with this. But to go into the storm, the, or let me reverse that. The reasons why we don't go into the storm is because maybe we know what is right. Maybe we know in our will and our heart, you know, I would say our, our will kind of almost lines with our heart. We, we want to go this direction. We want to do this. We know it's right to go this way here. But yet there's two other elements that are playing, that are at play here. So our will or our heart wants to go this way, but our mind and our emotions are going the opposite direction. Mm. So where our mind goes, our emotions will always follow. If we have negative thoughts, if we have negative feelings, if we have negative self-talk, if we allow the bombardment or the chatter to continue, our emotions will align with that. And when our emotions align with our mind, we've left will out to dry. And you've heard it. We've all heard it. Willpower. You know, you just got to willpower your way through. You just got to willpower your way. Well, where does will get its power from? Will gets its power from it's the mind and the emotions in our soul. <laughs> so our will is a part of our soul. And so if we're trying to willpower our way through something and it's drudgery, we really have to look at our soul. How healthy is our soul? And um, because the power of the will comes from the mind and the, 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 so when your mind, your emotions and your will are all in line and in tune and, and nourished, um, that's when, man, that's when things are humming, right? That's when, you know, you can mentally hear something, see something happening in your family, hear something happening in your workplace or whatever, and not allow your emotions to take over and take control. Emotions are great servants and terrible leaders. But far too often, we, we, we allow our emotions to lead us, not serve us. Um, I completely say, agree. Yeah. So yeah, I think, you know, thinking about our emotions, most of my, uh, my listeners on this podcast are women or moms. And I think as a woman myself, um, mm. emotions can definitely get the better of me. Yeah. So how do you suggest we, we integrate these high performance habits in creating this healthy soul mm, in, so in being careful about not letting our emotions run wild. Like how do we mm. do this practically speaking? Because yeah. it sounds awesome, but what would you say if you were coaching me <laughs> or coaching someone of the, one of the listeners, like what, what yeah. are the practical habits they could, they could implement or I could implement? I, I want to know too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, great questions. So there is a, we don't probably don't have time on this particular episode to go super deep. Um, but there is some soul training, some stuff that I do, um, that will help us nourish our soul. That'll help us, um, replenish, you know, our soul and, and things like that. And so, um, one of them is silence and awareness of creation. And it's one of the things that I do for my weekend experiences. I take these guys out on a hike and for, I don't, I don't tell them the time frame <laughs> of how long we're going to do a silent hike, but I take them into the woods and I say, we're mum's the word. We're not speaking when we hit the trail. 
And I want you to be silent and I want you to be aware of creation. And silence uh, is something that we have a hard time with in the, Very much in the craziness so. of the world and the, all the stuff going on around us, the calling of the kids, the calling of the job, the calling of our husbands, um, you know, and I'm speaking to your listeners, not, <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, to, to, there's just so much going on. So it's hard to be silent. And uh, so that's just one of the things, you know, a silence and awareness of creation. And there's some other training things like sleep is a big, important part of our soul. Um, you yes. would never think about it. Um, but just, um, and I would say, um, you know, uh, gratitude, you know, counting our blessings. Um, there's so many uh, creating margin in your day um, for space, creating margins. Mm. But specifically, if we were to get, so those are more along the soul type training things that I do. But if we were to dig into the high performance habits and practically, how do we, how do we control our emotion? I think that was your initial questions and um, clarity, the three, the three that I came prepared to talk about here. Um, and if, if listeners want to go deeper, I would like to offer a free uh, call coaching call to dive into one of these three areas. And I'll break these three areas down because I think the first two areas are very specific to your question. And those areas awesome. are clarity um, is one of the high performance habits. So high performance habits is just a study of high performers, people who perform, like I said, at a very high level for long, long periods of time. What were their habits? What are the things that are seen that you can see them do that got them to where they, where they are? Number one is clarity. Um, but when we talk about clarity, what do we need clarity on? We need clarity. There's three practices really that we can look at. And um, practice number one is getting clear on what's called the future four. And it's all about the future. It's not about the now. So clarity is not in the now. Clarity is in the future. Where, where like, for instance, number one, clarity is self. So getting clear on who you are. 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road. And as a mom, I did this with a, a client and oh my goodness, Stephanie, I literally, she did this homework and she came back. I'm going to try not to get emotional because this was powerful. Um, mm. She came back a completely different woman wow. on the next call one week later. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So this is the exercise. These are the steps that you can do. Number one, get clarity on yourself. Who are you as an individual? Who do you want to be, right? So most people don't even think about that. Who is it that I want to be, right? Oh, I want to be a mom. But okay, so outside of mom, kids are gone. Who are you? And she says, I never thought about who I was outside of my family or my kids. Mm -hmm. So what happens when they're gone, right? Now we've just, we've attached ourselves to them. But when they're gone, who do we attach ourselves to? And so we have to attach ourselves to who God's created us to be. So who are you, Stephanie? So who is that Stephanie 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road? Who do you want to be? Right? And it's then, a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I've thought of it a little bit, but not to go deep and have a whole exercise on it and journal yeah. it out. That's but incredible. But take it even deeper. It's like, wow. what, is that, what does that woman feel like? What does that mm. mom feel like? 
she's showing up as herself five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. What do you, if you sat there, closed your eyes and thought about it, like, wow, man, there's such joy in her. There's such, you know, uh, uh, what was the word I was going to look, um, um, she's just, she's just, she's just proud of who she is, right. In a good way. She's mm-hmm. proud of who she is. She's proud of the, the, the working mom that she is, you know, she's proud of how she showed up in the world. She's proud of a, the wife that she is, how she's taking care of her husband. She's proud of, you know, like, what does that look like? And what does that feel like to be that woman? right? To be that successful entrepreneur, whether you have a business or not, whether you're a leader in your company or not, whatever role you're in, like, where do you see yourself? How does that feel to show up as that best self, as that person that you desire to be the best version of yourself <laughs> That's good. And, and feel that like, but now bring that back to the now. Okay. Now, how do I show up now? How now start showing up as that person? But how do we do that? Number two is getting clear on social in the world. Like, how do I want to show up in the world? And how do I want others to see me? How do I want to be seen? And how do I want others to see me? Getting clear on that. And what does that feel like? Again, what are the emotions? What does that feel like? So back to your word, emotion is like when we don't show up, when we, when we aren't congruent with who, we, who our best self is, you know, Um, that best mom, that best wife, that best individual, when we're not that, when we don't show up with that, or we're doing things that are out, that are incongruent with that, that's when, you know, our soul gets rocked. That's when our mind is off on, off track and our emotions are just, um, but then the next one is, the third one is skills. So what are the skills that I need to be that individual? And then reverse engineer that back. Mm. Okay. So if that's the woman I need to be five years from now, what do I need to be working on this month? And what do I, what am I doing right now? That's bettering my next year, bettering myself for next year so that I show up differently next year. And I'm not just showing up as my same self every single year. And I get frustrated and I don't know why. Da, 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 da. Then the, the fourth future four is my service to the world, getting super clear on your service to the world. And mm. what does that look like? You know, when you start showing up and you're contributing and not just, you know, uh, consuming, when you start to contribute, what does that feel like? Um, and so getting super clear on those um, the determining another practice is determining the feeling that you're after. What, what are you after? You know, what is that, what does that feel like to, to, again, to show up as that individual, to show up as that mom, the, the wife. Um, and so, and then determine what's meaningful, you know, and then taking those steps, like, I know this is what's meaningful for me. This isn't. And when I'm, when I'm disaligned, when I'm disjointed, Man, that's when when things start to show up in our lives that aren't that aren't uh, congruent, right? And and, and that that mm-hmm. starts to really kind of play a part. Um, and I think that's soul. why our emotions get all yep. Wacky. That's when it starts to play a part in our soul. You're right? exactly right. We're not taking time. Our best self actually takes time to sit in mm-hmm. silence. Our best self yes. actually goes, "No, I need to. I need to gain the skill of just sitting quiet." You know, in the, mm-hmm. in the midst of the chaos, 
right? I need to be able yes. to be calm. How do I do, you know, those are all skills. It, it, that's the key is it's, it's skills and you can, everybody can, can learn a skill. And so, yes. um, so practical. The two, yeah. The other two habits <laughs> are energy and productivity. Um, as a mom, I can imagine I, I'm not a mom, obviously, but I've been a dad and I've seen my, my wife who, um, I was the working husband who went out and my wife was the one who stayed home with our kids. And, um, and I've known other families who, whose wives went out into the marketplace and still had a, a household of kids, you know? So I, and I know mm-hmm. the energy level of the toll that that can take. So I would say the other level is energy or the other thing is energy, which would really dictate and control emotions, right? When you're tired, when we're just exhausted and it it wrecks havoc on our um, emotional state. And Mm -hmm. so just gaining a clarity on that too, what does that look like? Um, um, But, you know, here's some practical things on energy. Um, Energy, uh, number one, is significantly related to productivity, significantly. So yeah. the more energy that you have, the more we could say you get done, but the productivity is more than just getting things done. Um, and we'll get into that in just a second. But um, number one practice, I would say, is release tension and set intention. So getting mm-hmm. super practical, what does that mean? Um, release intention, set intention. So many times we take tension from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Back to where I started earlier, that soul practice of creating margin. Do we create margin in our day to be able to just release tension? So I give you an example. I'm a a working mom and I'm in a a meeting and, um, and it didn't go well but I've got another call that I got to be on or another meeting that I've got to be on, or I'm just getting home and my day has just been a mess, right? It's been terrible. It's been chaotic. It's been super stressful. Anxiety, you know, maybe your anxiety's through the roof, um, whatever, right? Your mental state, your emotional state's just whacked out. How many of us really just stop and allow that tension to, to release and let it go before we take it into our home or before we take it into the next meeting or before we take it to the next call. Most of us just carry that tension from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And we project stress. We project things out onto others that's not meant for them. And so releasing tension and setting intention on Okay, I'm just going to sit here for a few minutes before I get into my home and I'm going to release the tension or before I go into this next meeting, whatever, create that margin to go release. I'm going to release this. I'm releasing the stress. I'm releasing this anxiety. I'm releasing this tension. And when I feel like, okay, okay, I'm good. Now, how do I want to show up to my family? How do I want to show up for these meetings? Who needs me at my A game right now? Who needs me to show up as my best self when I enter this room? How do I want to show up? Now I'm setting clear intention. And when I do that, now I can leave everything behind and I can walk in and I can give my best 
to my husband, to my kids, to my coworkers, whatever. And I, I know I'm a guy and I, that sounds so super weird to say, my, <laughs> but you know, uh, my <laughs> wife, but I'm trying to make it palatable for your listeners. Hopefully no, that's get a laugh so good. That, but, but no, I just, like that. It's like a pause. It's yeah, the pause. It is. It is. So healthy. The, the, the others, and I'm, I know I'm rushing through a lot of this stuff, but I, but I know your podcast um, uh, time frame. So I, I just want to be respectful of that. But the other is bring the joy, bring joy. That's what high performers do. They bring joy. So what does that look like? You know, we can, we can practically think of it this way or metaphorically look at it this way. And energy does not have power and it just gives power away, Right. The energy has to, excuse me, the, the power plant, I should say, the power plant doesn't just have energy and, and just gives it away, the power plant. It has to generate energy and then transmit it out to give it away, right? So if we put that in our sense, there's times when we just don't feel like, we just don't feel the joy, but we have to generate it sometimes. We have to think of joyful things. We have to like, no, I know that when I'm weak right now, He's strong. I know that when, you know, um, when. Did I lose you? Am I okay? Oh, can you hear me? I lost you for a second. Okay. Hold on a sec. No, it's all good. I will edit this out. No worries at all. Um, You were just saying. The energy. When, yep. Yeah. Power when plant. you, when we're, when we're weak, he's strong. Yes. So I know that, okay, I can start to rely on those things and start to pull up that joy, start to think of like all these good things in my life that gets me joy. It's like the joy of the Lord is my strength. Right. So I start thinking about the good things, the goodness of God, or start to think about these things, whatever generates joy in your life. Bring that stuff up and out. You have to choose that, right? Because that's where a lot of times your energy comes from. And now I can transmit it. I bring the joy. And those are just triggers. You can set triggers on your phone. You can set trigger like, okay, every time I walk into that office space in that doorway, when I cross that door threshold, I'm going to choose joy. You know, this is a a hostile environment, but I'm going to choose joy. And I'm going to bring the joy into this environment because I control my environment. I don't allow the environment to control me. Now back to the inner, the, the, the emotions, right? Allowing you mm-hmm. to control that, but that takes practice. Again, it's, it's all practice. It's all skill. It's like, no, I control my emotions. My emotions don't control me. Um, so that's one or number two. And then the other one is optimize your health, man. When we are, when our health is, is, is taking, you know, you know, we take priority over our health. We have more energy when we go out for a walk, we get outside, we get fresh air, we have um, good meals, we eat and clean, um, we're not, you know, we're decreasing sugar, things like those things. That's optimizing our health. And then, and then lastly is um, productivity. Do you want to talk about that one? I, don't, I know those don't really align with where we initially started with the soul and our emotions. So I want to be respectful of staying on target with that if we want, but. Yeah, I think you've given us a lot to think about. I think that that's perfect. Let's stop here. And then if people want to talk about productivity with you on the complimentary call, which is so generous of you to give your time like that, I think they could dive into it then. But I think this is so Mm. 
so much goodness to think about, like just the idea of choosing joy mm-hmm. and just choosing when your kids are having a tantrum, when something's hard, you're going to choose joy. You're going to yeah. choose it and you're going to ask God to be your strength. They're going to say, mm. he's my strength. I feel weak right now. I want to be grumpy, but I'm going to choose yeah. strength and joy. And then I think the other thing that I really liked is who do you want to be? I love that. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about that before you let people know where they can find you? Yeah. Um, really, it's, again, it's, this is all choice. And it's, it's, it, it sounds exhausting to be honest with you at times <laughs> to to think about those things right because that takes effort it takes a lot of effort and i know moms put out a lot of energy and put a lot a lot of effort towards being a good mom towards being a good spouse and and things like that but it's really understanding like and and i say this because i've seen it in my my life with my wife um, who is by nature a caregiver. She loves to, to, to care gift for others. And so her whole thing was our kids, um, you know, raising our kids. She wanted to stay home and raise our kids. And, and um, so she did. Um, we served in a church and things like that. But then our kids graduated and she was like, she was having a hard time with that. And then her, her mother um, came uh, down with, cancer had cancer and um she caregiver for her mom so okay my next thing is i'm i'm caregiver for my mom and then her mom passes and then her dad instantly boom he has cancer and so okay i'm going to caregive for my dad you know i'm a caregiver for my dad and then mm-hmm. after that after he passes it was like now what yeah you know mm-hmm. now what do i do now i'm a, i'm a caregiver that's what i am that's what i do you know, but what do I do now? You know, and so who do I care give for now? You know, and it's like, but who are you? You know, I know that caregiving is a big part of who she is, but like, what are, what, what, what other things would you like to do, explore and do? And, and so I think just understanding that, like, again, outside of your kids, when your kids are gone, um, like, like I mentioned before with my client who hadn't, she goes, I never thought about it like that. I've never thought of it as if I'm you know my kids are grown and they're gone and they're doing their own thing and I'm by myself what do I do (laughs) you know um and so I I think it's super easily yeah I think it's super important that we do that I think is um and it's it's hard I, I can imagine as a mom it's hard to go to think about life without your kids or without you know what I mean? Not your identity. Your identity is not your kids. And so, and I mean that with all respect, um, because God has created you for a purpose and he has a plan and a purpose for you. And um, he has a plan and a purpose for your kids. And so I think once we can role model the way we're role modeling that for our kids too, when we can go, Hey, you know what? Who do you want to be? Allow them to dream, allow them to get clear, allow them to go, okay, well, Let's, let's break this down. What does that look like for you? What does that look like? How do you want people to interact with you? Again, social. Well, what kind of skills would that take? Right? So if we can role model that ourselves as a, as a parent for our kids, how much greater of, of contribution, I look at it that way, for our kids to society, right? Because now they know yes. who they are, who they want to be. They know how they want to be treated. 
They know the skills that they need to take. They know their service in the world, you know, and it, that's, that might sound super easy, right? But I know it's not, you know, but it's just role modeling the way is the way I look at it too. Is like, if we can mm-hmm. do that ourselves, man, how much cool is that to be able to model that for our kids? I think so too. And I think for a lot of us moms, we, we want to be that role model. And so mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to do that. And thank you so much for taking time to chat with us and give us these great things to think about. Like they're so deep and I love how deep you got about the soul and, mm. and about who do we want to be and how are we choosing joy? Like these are just really, really important things to think about and, yeah. and just deep things to ponder. I really, mm. really believe that there can be so much fruit in sitting silently and taking time to go through these questions yeah. and journal them out. Um, mm-hmm. I would re- just recommend that people do that this week. And then where can people find you after this, Tim? You can find me uh, on my website, uh, timdouglasinspires.com. You can find me on Instagram, Tim Douglas Inspires. Pretty much all platforms, Tim Douglas Inspires. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, Instant Messenger, um, things like that. You can also email me, Tim at TimDouglas.com and, or Tim Douglas Inspires, excuse me, Tim at TimDouglasInspires.com. And um, yeah, those are the, the places to find me. Uh, one last thing, if I may, is just the, real quick is the story of the cow and the buffalo is the cow runs from the storm and tries to avoid it, which increases the amount of time, stress, frustration, and pain. The buffalo sees the storm coming, sees the situation as circumstance, runs towards it, faces it, decreases the amount of time, stress, and frustration that he has to deal with it. And so I'll just wanted to leave that with your listeners that, you know, there is, it is challenging to face the storm sometimes, but it decreases the amount of time, stress, frustration. And when we are high performers, we run towards storms. High performers always choose to run towards the storm. And so um, those are the things that, those are the places they can find me. Those are just the tidbits. Um, would love to, again, uh, do a call with your listeners. They can do that at timdouglasinspires.com forward slash scheduled now. And they can just pick a coaching call or discovery call. Either one of those would be great. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you for your generosity offering that complimentary coaching call. All the links will be in the show notes and I will chat with you again soon. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Stephanie.